Tuesday. So we're talking about why marketing is you. So Rebecca and I had this uh, conversation on the way to the retreat. We had so many conversations on the way to the retreat. We had this conversation, I think on the way, maybe it was on the way home. Maybe it was while we were there. I don't know. About why you are your marketing and you are the product. Why was that such an aha for you? Um, because I already knew that and I had forgotten it and gotten away to it. I feel like a lot of our clients in the inside the academy are service-based entrepreneurs. And a lot of you guys here in the community are also service-based entrepreneurs. So if you're a service-based entrepreneur, you are your best client, which means that you should be showcasing more of yourself. And I hate saying the word should, but you know, I feel like especially as coaches or honestly, again, any service-based entrepreneur, we tend to hide a lot behind our branding and we just tend to hide a lot behind like logos and what we think our graphics need to look like and what we think people want to hear. And we get away from the realization or the understanding that, you know, we had to actually implement and embody the work that we're offering to other people first, which means that you are the product that you are helping your potential clients achieve. They want to be in a place that like similar to where you are, because again, you are the product, which means you could be showcasing more of who you are, why you do what you do, how you got to where you are and sharing like your little nuggets that you learned along the way. So you are your marketing. Does that answer your question, Danielle? Yeah, it does. And the thing that we always have to remember, we look at marketing is this huge, scary thing. And really marketing is your who, what, where, when, why, and how, because your marketing is what you establish as your container. And then social media is a piece of that marketing. And your lead generation is a piece of that marketing. And your website is a piece of that marketing. And your visibility is a piece of that marketing. And your sales funnels is a piece of that marketing and your email marketing is a piece of that marketing. Marketing is this huge container that holds all of the other things. And we forget that in all of that, your marketing is you. You are the marketing piece. You are the head of that and you are your product. So when you're the product, people want to know who you are, what you do, why you do it, how you do it, where you do it and when you do it. That's what people want to know. That means the taking pictures in the car on the way to a retreat because Rebecca and I are talking about our marketing because we are talking about our business and we're being us and doing our thing. That is marketing. Rebecca taking pictures of putting in new flower beds and she's so excited to be putting in flower beds and giving herself the vibe and the upgrade in her life that she wants because of her business is marketing. Me taking a picture of the purple drink that I ordered this weekend. Uh, I got a purple, purple prickly pear lemonade. And I was so excited because it was the right color purple. And I posted a picture of that because people want to know who I am. They don't freaking care about what you do. They don't care about who you are or, or what your business is. They want to get to know you. I often say nobody fucking cares what you sell. They don't. So somebody just asked, if you market yourself, how does that work with employees? When I first hired, I had clients pull that I hired you, not this other girl thing. So I owned an agency. I was always talking about my company. You are your business. Your business is you. All you have to do is talk about the fact that I own an agency. I have a staff. I have a team. I don't do all of things because I've upgraded. And I don't do all of those things because I have 
elevated my business so that I don't have to do every single thing. You're still notice that I, every time when you're talking about all of that stuff, that is important to emphasize. I talk about my team all the time. I am not the only one around here for BSEA. Rebecca is not the only one around here for BSEA. We have Emma, we have Riette, we have Gina, we have Rain. We now have Claire. Alyssa. Have, oh, and Alyssa. Oh, yeah, yeah. We got a whole entire team and a staff now. And we talk about those things. Exactly, Courtney. People buy from people. They do not buy from a business. So to the person, I don't know who, who asked that question, but to the person who said that, I don't know what Danielle's thoughts on this, but if it was me and I have a client who said something like that, I would say, well, yeah, of course you did. And that's why I make sure like I double check it. Like you still get my touch on it. You still have my eyes on it, but I'm not the one physically doing it. But is that how you would wear that, Danielle? Um, yeah, I would also, I hold the strategy. I hold the space. I've trained these people personally, all of like share all of those things, but you should be talking about that. And I, as the business owner, you as the business owner have upgraded, you have trained your staff, your staff is offering the same level of whatever that you do, or they're doing pieces, parts of it. And then they turn it over to you and you do the thing. And part of that is learning to be the CEO of your business to make sure that that is actually true. And that is a whole other completely different conversation, very long, deep conversation. But when you have your business set up correctly, and you are the face of your business, that can happen. Again, that's that's a really deep conversation to talk about we had to be the CEO and all of those things. But in the marketing, you are the product. You are what you are selling. So how do people talk about that? Let's give real, practical, like tangible examples. What are some of the things that, because you're the practical strategy side of the things for the academy, what are some of the things that you've had some of our members doing? I've had them talking about why they do what they do, why they're grateful to do what they do, why they love what they do, why they're taking time off and going and taking a vacation at the beach. People want to know all of those things about you. The whys are usually about the most important of that, who, what, where, when, why, and how. People want to know the whys of what you're doing, why you do what you do, why you're doing this new thing, why you're adding this new service, why you're taking time off from your business, why you adore having the freedom with your kids because you own your own business, all of those things. I wonder if that is different between high ticket and low ticket sales. People buy low ticket items from businesses all the time, but I can see high ticket sales being driven by the person more than the business. That's not necessarily true. Mm -mm. My initial thought on that was, let me read that again. It's, there's a little bit of a difference, but not necessarily. People still want to know like who you are and why you are like, I'm thinking of like, what makes you the expert? Like what makes you the authority on that? Why should they care essentially? And that's our job is to market ourselves effectively enough that when people come into our world, like we're, they're feeling something right. Which marketing is that you guys, like you're trying to elicit an emotional response in people. Like ultimately, like you want people to feel connected and it doesn't matter if it's a low ticket thing or a high ticket thing. It's not easier to sell a low ticket thing than it is a high ticket thing. It's actually the same thing. It is like, and I say that because I can sell high ticket shit all day long, but low ticket stuff, I'm like, meh. <laughs> like I've never been good at selling low ticket stuff just because like in my personal thought, my belief had always been, well, of course, like it's like very, my thought process used to be, I shouldn't have to show up and do the same things that I do for a high ticket offer. It should be a no brainer. And then I do a poor job of marketing myself and why it is valuable just because it's of like a $10 thing or a $20 thing versus a $6,000 thing. Does that make sense? How I said that, Danielle? Absolutely. And the other side of that is you said people buy low ticket items from businesses all the time, but I can see I ticket sales being driven by the person more than the business. You know what? It really, I think that's, I already answered that. It really comes back to 
like that right there, it's a thought process. And it's also like beliefs trigger or beliefs translate into thoughts. So what if it was as simple to sell high ticket offers as it and market them as it is the low ticket thing? So if somebody's better at selling lower ticket things compared to high ticket things, then I think we need to actually look at, well, where are you not conveying the value of the high ticket thing? Where are you not aligned with the price point of the higher ticket thing? Where are you getting in your head about nobody's going to buy the high ticket thing? So then you end up showing up and you're kind of wonky, like your energy and your thought process is wonky when you start to show up and market the high ticket thing. Because a lot of our clients and in the academy and my own personal clients and me and myself too, I've, I have to work through this over and over again as, as I grow is, well, who am I to offer that? it's easier. Like I can stand 100% behind the value that I'm giving and the slower ticket thing. But when it comes to marketing the higher, more expensive thing, it's like, who the fuck am I to do that? Who do think, who do I think I am? And I feel like that's where a lot of the wonkiness, when we start getting in our head about Mm. our marketing in that perspective, like the imposter syndrome stuff, that's when it starts to feel like it's easier to do one than the other. Did that make sense how I said all that? Yes. absolutely. So price doesn't matter. You should always be marketing things. If you are a service-based business, marketing is marketing. And somebody, like people always ask me, well, why do you say it like that? Because I built multiple six-figure agencies. I've built life that I love. I've built businesses that I hate by not showing up and trying to sell it as something more anonymously. If you, in the online world, ads don't work the way they used to unless you have huge ad spend. How many here, hands raised, have a minimum of $1,000 a month to spend on ads? That's not true. If you are a product-based business, people want to know why the product, why you develop the product, what it is, who, what, where, when, why, and how. They want to know that of the product as well. Selling the product and and doing the call to actions on selling a product is different than a service-based business. But for service, you are the product. You are the product. Okay. So give examples of Catherine. Catherine is a therapist. So and Catherine is a BSEA member and she's giving us full permission to talk about her all the way we want. So Catherine is a therapist. Her thoughts, her protocols, her everything that she does, she wants to talk about why she does what she does. She does it because she is sick of seeing a medical industry that does not support ADHD, neurodivergent, trauma-damaged brains. So she talks about that all of the time. And she has gone from not being able to get new clients to she got three new ones last week just by talking about why only. That's all she's been talking about is her why. And what else does she talk about that she forgot that she was seeing as a negative compared to like, holy shit, why are you not talking about that? Openings. Catherine has openings, you guys. Catherine is a therapist in Texas and she has been beating herself up and like making it mean all of these negative things about her that she has openings because she is able to actually fucking help her clients and they don't need to be with her for years at a time. They, they're with her for a very like in therapy world, a very short amount of time, which is just like a few months sometimes, or maybe just a year. Usually I think she said it's like what, two months or less. And she does deep trauma work with her clients. And because she's so fucking good at what she does, her clients, like she graduates them and she sends them on to the next, like the next thing that they need, which isn't always her. So she has openings, unlike 
I don't know if y'all are familiar with mental health world, but having openings as a therapist is fucking unheard of. And there's like months to wait. So she's got openings and she's been telling herself that, oh my God, it looks so bad that I have openings. I was like, no, that's awesome. Fucking talk about that. Market that. Show that you've got openings. That's why like, you're so freaking good at what you do that you're actually helping your clients get results faster than any of the other therapists in your realm and in your local geographical location. So that's just like, that's an example. And then what else was there? There was one other thing that she was saying that she was in her head about. But you guys, that's marketing. Like, yeah. And this is one of the things like for me... As a, as, a, as a coach, I've been fully booked out for 18 months and I had resistance around sharing that and around sharing the fact that I actually have openings right now. And it's like, my, my mentor was like, why does that feel so weird to you? You're so good. Like same thing with Catherine. It's like, you're so good at what you do that you haven't even needed to market yourself for 18 months. So I hadn't been doing it. So I kind of fell out of the groove there, but it's like whatever the negative story, the negative story is that you're telling yourself, like what is actually the beauty of it? So I was telling myself it was bad that I hadn't been talking about my private coaching because I knew I was at capacity. I like I was making it meet all of these negative things, but in reality, it's an awesome thing. It's an awesome place to be in. Same thing with Catherine. I'm trying to think of who else? Lauren. Lauren. Yeah, just talking and getting out there and talking about that she has life coaching spots and she has openings and she's also a tutor. She tutors my daughter, you guys. She's amazing. My daughter is almost, she was so far behind in rating and she's a level H now and she's supposed to be a level I by the, she's a first grade by the end of the month when she finishes and she's like, right there. she's so good. But she had been in a place where, cause she's got two businesses right now. She's like, was getting confused of how does she market herself in a way that makes sense? And we had to help her get clarity on what it actually was that she wanted to grow. So for her, it's showcasing how good her kids are doing and like how proud she is of her, like her students and how proud she is of her clients that she has in terms of life coaching. And it's like showing how proud she is of their progress and like showcasing like this client made this, these strides because we did X, Y, and Z. Like that is marketing, you guys, just showing up and sharing your client successes, shouting them from the rooftops. And I can tell you, like, as somebody who used to suck at showcasing testimonials, I didn't understand why I like for me, it was around, it feels weird to like celebrate my clients publicly. And that was weird because you guys see us asking you what your wins are all the time, but it felt weird for me to showcase them because it felt like I was wanting something almost, even though I didn't, even though, because there was just some weird like duplicity in my mind around it. And, but that what came back to marketing, like why would somebody buy from you if they, if you're not actively showcasing some of your clients as in terms of case studies, in terms of their wins. So celebrating your clients is also marketing and just being like, okay, like for me, it's like, I helped Danielle do blah, 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 blah. Here's what we did. This is what you could do too. And like, I can help you do this too. In a similar way, if you experience that, like make it simple on yourself, you don't have to keep constantly reinventing the wheels. Like your marketing can be so freaking easy. And I, there was one other thing I wanted to say around that. What the heck was it? It'll come back. So marketing is not hard. It's answering the who, what, where, when, why, and how the, of your business, who you are, what you do, why you do it, how you do it. Th- that is your marketing. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. Sorry. <laughs> the other thing around showcasing your clients, if you guys want your clients to be shouting you from the rooftops, then you have to ask yourself, where are you shouting your, your mentors 
from the rooftops? Where are you shouting somebody else? Like, where are you actively celebrating somebody else? Because it's amazing. Like, it's great for us to shout ourselves from the rooftops, but it's a whole different thing when your clients are actively saying how phenomenal working with you is when they experience X, Y, or Z result. Like, that's a whole different thing because then think about it. Like, do you guys believe that somebody experienced a certain result when the business owner shows up and says, Hey, I did this. It's like, okay, there's a part of you that really, but when a client shows up and they're like, Oh my God, this person just helped me do blah, 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 blah. Or I learned this in this program. It's changing my life. When somebody else comes in and shouts you from the rooftop, it's a whole nother level. So if you want to be experiencing more of that and letting your customer base be a part of your marketing for you, then you have to ask yourself, where are you doing that for other people? And that was a hard one for me because there's a lot of service-based entrepreneurs out there who are afraid to shout their mentors, who are afraid to showcase other entrepreneurs that have helped them because they're terrified that they're going to steal their clients. They're steal their clients. They're terrified that their potential audience or client, like potential leads are going to go to that person instead. Not like there's so many people out there, you guys, there's more than enough to go around. And if somebody's watching you and they're following you and they're interested in you, they want to be seeing like that you are investing in yourself in other ways. I almost guarantee you they're not going to be interested in like hiring who you're working with because they're not aligned with, with that person. Like they're not aligned with them. The person you hired is not aligned for them. You are the one who's aligned for them, but they want to see proof and evidence that you're doing what you say you are actually doing and that you do the work too. There was something else I was going to say, and I'll, it'll come back as soon as you start talking, I'm sure. So, Amazing. Uh, Lauren, I'm reading what Lauren said. Yes, I just wrote two testimonials for people. And when I just asked two clients for testimonials, testimonials, I said yes right away. You guys, if marketing feels hard for you, it's because you're trying to, you're thinking too hard about what you need to say to make a sale. So if marketing feels hard and it feels challenging and it feels like you don't know what to say, you're overcomplicating it. Marketing really is simple. And I used to say this to Danielle, like, I don't know what the fuck to say. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do that. Like, I don't know what to do to get people to buy. And that was coming from a really weird, funky place. And I realized after doing a lot of work around it that I had been trying, I was trying to read people's mind and say the thing that I thought was going to get them to take an action instead of just being me. Like right now, I make a lot of analogies about the plants that I'm, about the flowers I'm planting and how it translates into business because that's what I'm actively doing in my life. I don't give a shit if nobody else likes to plant flowers. It doesn't matter. It's the concept. It's like, this is who I am and this is what I enjoy doing. Whoever it resonates with, it's meant to resonate with. I'm not trying to like manipulate you into taking a certain action. I'm just showing up and being. So if marketing feels hard, I want you to step back and just ask yourself. And if you guys are here watching, yeah, Tyson, being generous always comes back. Absolutely. So that I, I'm so glad you said that too, because are you like, that's another thing. Like when you're generous with your time and your energy, like, are you expecting something to come back or are you just doing it for the sake of doing it and being a good human? So that's like, think about that. Like, are you showing up in the energy that you want? Or are you showing up and like, are you being the kind of person who expects you like, I want to say it. It's like, I think I already said it. Actually, I'm just going to stop talking. Go ahead. <laughs> so marketing, if it's hard, show up to our Q and a this week, our Q and a, we will help you on Thursday. You can ask every marketing question to your heart's desire. Please ask those questions. Please tell us 
what you're struggling with. Please tell us what you're overwhelmed with. We will help you live on the call. Come join us. We will help you get to the root of the problems you're having with your marketing. Aria just asked or said, people can intuitively sense salesy vibes. Just showing you your value with no agenda attracts who you want more of value of the value offer. Just show up. And also with that, don't also be afraid when you are showing up to, to put your offers out there. For example, before we get off this call to this live stream today, we're going to tell you about this freaking birthday special we have going on and the fact that we have two more spaces left. Because why would we show up and not tell you guys about what we have going on? Like you guys are business owners. You have something to offer. It's just like walking into Walmart and you see all of the products on the shelves, but you're like, where's the prices? Like, where's like, how do I check out? There's no way to check out. So then you're just walking around with a bunch of shit in your cart. And then you just have to leave it all when you're gone because there's no one to check you out. That doesn't make any sense. Why would you go to a store if that's the experience? Same thing for you guys. Why, if you're not getting the results you want, one, are you trying to push something instead of just being yourself in terms of marketing, marketing? And two, like, are you actually telling people what you have to offer? Because a lot of the, a lot of our members, when we first tell them, we want you to start showing up more and talking about your, what you have to offer more. There's a lot of resistance there because to them, they're being annoying. Marketing themselves every day isn't, they think that's annoying, but in the the truth of it is, what is it like statistical? There's only 6% of the people in your social, that are in your social media following that are actually seeing what you put out there. So just because you said this yesterday that you have this special going yesterday, and then you talk about it again today, and you're going to talk about it again tomorrow, that's only 18% of your audience that saw it in that whole three days. Mm-hmm. And only what is it? One to 3% of your actual following is ever ready to buy from you. So yeah. of that 6% that even saw the one thing that you talked about, if you talked about it this one week, then that's 6% who saw it and only one to three of them are actively ready to buy. And maybe they're just waiting for you to talk about it again. So are you actually talking about what and, you have to offer? And what? it takes up to 20 to 30 touch points now to get somebody to buy from you. 20 to 30 touch points. Yes. So yeah, Tyson, exactly. Be a good human being, you guys. I genuinely genuinely believe that you guys are all amazing human beings and that the majority of people are amazing human beings. There's going to be an asshole here and there, of course. <laughs> it just is what it is. You're not, you know, there's going to be that asshole. Um, but the majority of people are good. And if you want to attract amazing customers, then be a, just be a freaking good human being. Show up and give value like we do. Like you don't have to do it the way that we do it, but just be a valuable human being. Like don't just show up expecting something else in return. Like, and that's where I feel like a lot of people get hung up on marketing. It's like, but I do expect something else in return. It's like, yeah, but again, flower analogy. Are you planting the, the plants that come back year after year after year that grow and become more beautiful year after year? Or are you buying an annual that's already bloomed and you can only enjoy it for maybe a couple of days or a couple of weeks? Like you have to decide how, like what you're putting out there and how you're showing up and what kind of return you're expecting from what you're putting up. You guys, business is not a sprint. Like there are seasons where there are sprints in your business, but the majority of business is like running a marathon or it's like health right? Like health is not a instant gratification, 30 day fix. It's you have to show up intentionally and like do your best every day. It's no different in your business. It's like, I gave an analogy. I think it was last week about babies. 
Do you guys expect if you guys have kids or fur babies here, do you think taking care of that, that baby for 30 days is enough to get it to from baby to adulthood? Fuck no. Why are you treating your business any different? You have to, you have to feed it. You have to bathe it. You have to clothe it. You've got to make sure it's basic core needs are met for it to thrive and actually function. It's the same in your business and marketing is one of those pieces. So if marketing is like feeding your child or your fur baby, would you go weeks or days at a time without feeding it? No. Why are you doing that in your business? So there's a lot of stuff like, and this is one of the things we're going to be talking about in the, in our upcoming event, which is going to be three days now, not five days, but we'll talk more about that later. Um, you've got to be giving it the nurturing it needs, just like you would the humans or the fur babies. Your business is one of your babies. So, so yeah. Oh, this is Rebecca posted. I heard on a podcast the other day that we're helping each other win at life. I love that. I do love that. Um, so when it comes to your marketing, the one last thing I want you to know is that marketing should take you 15 minutes or less a whole week for the week to write your content and get it out there. 15 minutes or less a week. If it's taking you longer than that, it's because you're trying to, you're thinking too much about what you can say to make a sale. Mm-hmm. Instead of just one of the things I used to do that was really effective in the beginning of my business was I would write my content for like whatever it was for that for that day or that week it was more like that day or that minute back then. But at the bottom of it, I would write a PS like this is what I have available right now. Mm-hmm. That was it. People can make their own decisions. You don't have to try to manipulate people. You don't have to try to force them into anything. Let them know what you have available and how they can con- contact you. That's it. That's it. So P.S. What do we have available right now, Rebecca? So you guys, we have our birthday special because our we're doing it for this entire month because we just get to birthday month. Um, since BSEA is a year old right now, we have two specials going on for the power hour level of the Academy. Instead of being $4.97 a month and having a 12-month commitment, we're offering it at $333 for six months. So $333 for six months. And you guys, that you get access to our entire arsenal of all of the trainings that we have that'll change your freaking life and change your freaking business. Like all of it, you get access to all of that. You get access to daily accountability and bodily doubling support. So you actually show up and do the things for your business, whether or even your personal life, like doing your laundry or cleaning your kitchen or whatever. Like you get to use that body doubling time for whatever you need. You need. So you can actually show up and make the progress you want to see and get the results you want. Um, and there's a lot of other things that go along with that. So that's that special. Um, and then the other special we have right now, which Paula just upgraded and took one of our, we had three openings for this. We now have two. Um, it's our VIP level, which includes weekly up to three weekly um group coaching sessions with us. We do three of those every single week. You can get that um, so in addition to everything. coaching is in a group setting, but it is. We are pull, pulling you out one-on-one and fo- hyper-focusing in on your business for a period of every one of those VIP calls. Yep. So the special, our birthday special for that is $697 instead of the $997 that it normally is. So those are our current birthday specials, you guys. And again, like we're not going to... Sh- I expect you guys to remember this. If you ever hear anything in, the, in your head that's like Becca said this, 
if you're somebody who goes live, if you're somebody who does reels, if you're somebody who shows up at all online, doesn't I don't care if it's Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, whatever. If you're not making a, like a invitation at the end of what you're doing or somewhere in your content, you are doing yourself and your client, your potential clients a disservice. Because if people are following you and they're invested in following you and listening to what you have to say or reading your stuff or whatever, they want to know what you have available because you might not know who is actually out there that's just waiting for you to tell them what your special is for that time or who might not even remember that you have something that you're offering. And then you remind them when you say it and they're like, oh, yeah, I meant to do that. Oh, my God, let me jump on that now. Like you never know. It's your job to let people know how they can be more like how they can get closer to you and be a part of your world. I love that. Thank you, Rebecca. Thank you. We love you. Um. So you guys, if you want to take take us up on the birthday specials, um, just raise your hand in the comments by saying birthday special. That's it. And then one of us or Riyadh will reach out to you and let you let, we'll figure out which option you are interested in. So. If you have any questions, please let us know at any time. Have a good day and we will see you on Thursday. Come with all of your marketing questions. We're happy to answer them.